right, everybody. Welcome to the show. It is Monday, October 24th. It is 6.39 p.m. and it is getting dark outside. Pitch black, actually, here in New England. The seasonal depression is kicking in, but this is the Sons of Saturday Athlete of the Week brought to you by Whitley's Peanuts. We're going to talk about Whitley's Peanuts later, but first we're going to introduce our special guest. Our special guest and Athlete of the Week is Grant Basili. He is a senior from Wright State. He is from Pilwaukee, Wisconsin. Transfers in, is that is that correct, Pilwaukee? Uh, Pewaukee. Pewaukee. Okay, Pewaukee, Wisconsin. Uh, came in from Wright State after averaging 18 points per game, eight rebounds on nearly 50% shooting. And some of you may remember he scored 21 and five against Arizona in the NCAA tournament. Grant, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Good, good. Happy to be here. Awesome, awesome. So first, talk to me a little bit about the transfer portal game. You have an awesome game in the NCAA tournament. You have a good season for Wright State. Not a lot of people know what the transfer portal world is like or what recruitment after signing originally with one school is like. So just tell us a little bit about that process and what eventually had you land in Blacksburg, Virginia. Yeah, um, so it's pretty crazy. Um, the first time around recruiting, um, it, I didn't have a ton of schools. Um, I found a great fit in Wright State, um, and I was really happy there. Uh, it, was, it was a great four years. Um, but then when I decided to enter my name in the transfer portal, I was it was completely different. And um it there's just so many schools uh, and the people are just reaching out with whoever they have on their assistant just you enter the portal they're just trying to field field gauge interest um so you have to kind of sift through all that if who's actually interested who's not um so i dealt with that that a lot um i just i just uh kg reached out to me um the first day i was in the portal and i felt a connection there and then the staff came out to see me um, met with them a couple times i uh, felt really comfortable with them and the rest, the rest is history is there something specific that, and we ask every athlete this, I know you kind of answered it, but if you go in a little more depth, is there something about Virginia Tech, the staff, the culture that really set them apart from some of the other schools? And what were some of the other schools that you were evaluating? Yeah, um, I think a big thing um, that set kind of Virginia Tech apart was I felt really comfortable with the coaching staff. Um, I felt they were very honest and upfront um, throughout the entire process of kind of what they thought the roster would look like. Um, and some just, I thought they're coming off a really good season, obviously the end of the year, um, winning the ACC and the, just some of the actions they run, I felt comfortable, uh, playing in their system. I felt it was a good fit for, for me and, uh, for them, uh, just kind of some of the stuff I bring to the table. Um, and then what, what it kind of came down to, um, my like final four, if you will, uh, was Wisconsin, um, Notre Dame, Iowa state, and then obviously Virginia Tech. You touched on this a little bit uh, briefly right there, but you, you know, if you watch film of you back at Wright State, you guys, you guys can clearly see that you had the ability to score at multiple levels, uh, knock it down from D, play on the inside. You know, you're six nine. That all comes with that. But um, what about specifically about the Virginia Tech uh, system and staff? Did you see yourself fitting in offensively with the, you know, the Mike Young offense? What about the offense when they pitched it to you? Really stood out to you. Um, I think even if you go back to watching Coach Young, um, being from a mid-major, just watching him at Wofford, uh, and they had another kid from Wisconsin, Storm Murphy, um, so just following them a little bit. But just some of the actions they run, uh, a lot of the way the way they get their bigs involved in the offense, it's not not just sit them on the block and just kind of have them stand there. Um, they, they move them all throughout their offense. They give them that high post catch um, that you saw Keve do so much with last year. Um, he just they, they utilize their bigs in all different parts of their offense. They, they let them step out and shoot it. They – they get them involved in a lot of dribble handoffs. Um, they, they move them all over. So you're not just a 
a one-dimensional player. Um, I think that fits my game, um, being able to do a little bit of everything. Um, so I think think it was a good fit from that that perspective. Yeah, and at six nine, you know, most people would classify you traditionally as a power forward in college basketball. Do you feel that's an accurate classification based on your abilities, uh, or are you a bit more uh, diverse than what people would traditionally say a power forward can do on the floor? Um, I think I think uh, in today's day and age, especially um, positions are pretty meaningless uh, in our offense. Like I'll, I'll play play a decent amount of center for them, play some power forward, um, but I think I have skills to to do a lot of different things. I think that's something um, you guys will see with our team this year. Uh, you, you look at a guy like Justin Mutz, who's just a do-it-all forward. Um, it, it's he, he, Yeah, he's 6'7", six, 6'8", six, so you classify him as a forward. But, um, like, we, we have guys that can like, flat-out just play basketball. Um, so positions don't matter a ton. Um, so I think I think you could say I can do a little bit more, but I'll, I'll definitely uh, classify um, as a power forward, as a center, um, just on, on paper. And what is the area that the staff at Virginia Tech has particularly had uh, emphasis on for you to work on since you got here, um, be that offensively, defensively? Anything specific that uh, KG and the rest of the staff have had you working on as you head into your graduate year? Yeah, um, so the, the big thing um, for me right now has been defensively getting uh, some, some more perimeter, uh, guarding some of these bigger, stronger, quicker athletes. Um, it's just been an adjustment just working working through some of that, guarding some of these quicker guys. Um, been, been, been working on that, some footwork with that. And then offensively, uh, just with a lot of the actions they have, we're, we've been working on um, some footwork stuff too, on the perimeter, just cleaning up, uh, eliminating some false steps, stuff like that. So primarily in, in practice, I know we, we talked a little bit about positionless basketball. Is there somebody that you typically go against or that you work with primarily during practice? Uh, me and Justin go against each other a lot um, during practice, just the way our, our kind of our roster is constructed. Uh, we, have, we have a lot of bigs on our roster. Um, we have three, three true fives and Lynn, uh, Melagel, and Patrick Wessler that they kind of bang with each other. And I'll, I'll, I'll go down there too if we ever play two at the same time. But just with the way um, our, our practice structure is kind of set up, I end up going against Justin when we kind of go two teams. What would you say is – is it about Justin that allows him to get the most out of his stature or really has allowed him to be a household name in the ACC? Uh, you've gotten to practice against him. You work with him every day. You see what his habits are. You see what his tendencies are. What is it about him that makes him so productive? Yeah, uh, he's, he's a really hard worker. Um, I think if you look at what he's done, been able to accomplish over his course of his career, where he started to where he is now, um, obviously that's a testament to him and how hard he works. But I think uh, people, people don't realize how smart he is. Um, on the basketball court, like he he has all these degrees too. Um, like he, he was a scholar athlete for the ACC. Like that, there's a reason for that. He's he's a really smart basketball player as well. Um, he sees the game. He sees the floor. I mean, he led them in assists last year um, with a lot of really good passers. He he's very very comfortable um, with the ball in his hands for his size, um, and he he just makes winning plays. He he affects the game in a positive way. Um, it's been a lot of fun being able to play with him and, and practice against him every day. Yeah, it's probably really good for you as you adjust too, right? Going against a guy like Justin Mutz, who I personally think is an all-ACC caliber defender, and I think we'll see that on the floor this year, even though he got snubbed last year, as I'm sure he'll tell everybody. Um, What are you most excited about heading into the season with this group of guys? You touched on all the bigs uh, at a high level right there, but uh, we're all familiar with the the Padulas, the Maddox, the Couture's, but this entire group is extremely skilled, and there's a lot of depth there across the board. So what is the most exciting thing for you as you look at the roster heading into the season? 
Um, I think think the the biggest thing will be um, kind of being able to play in front of the Castle fans. Um, I've kind of been able to meet meet a decent amount of people, um, see see what game day is like for football. Um, but I think we're all really excited to kind of get into Castle. Uh, we have eight new guys this year, um, so just kind of really excited to experience that um, from from a fan perspective. Um, just being able to feel that energy in the building. Aside from Castle Coliseum, is there a venue? Uh, that you are most excited to travel to um, or a specific team or anything? I mean, everybody grows up watching ACC basketball. Is there something about the pageantry about it that you're most excited about? Um, I'm not sure that there's one, really. I think, honestly, just being able to uh, compete at the highest level um, against some of the best teams in the country, I'm really excited for. Um, So go on night in, night out, um, be able to play against the best. I mean, obviously, going to to Cameron Indoor will be cool. Um, And then the Carrier Dome will be awesome as well. Um, I think they're they're, those venues are historic, obviously, but um, I'm just really excited to just kind of play everywhere, to be honest. We talked a little bit uh, with KG and some of the other players about team goals, and we always ask them about a personal goal. Do you have a personal goal as you head into this season, um, getting ready for your senior year? Your super um, senior year. Yeah, I think uh, my, my biggest thing this year is just being able to uh, continue to impact team winning. Um, uh, at Red State, we've I've won at every level, um, and I want to continue to do that um, and just contribute how, however I can to Virginia Tech. That'll look a little differently, um, I'm sure, throughout the year, up and down, um, as, as there is with college basketball. Um, but just kind of being able to imprint that um, on Virginia Tech and uh, just bring some of my college experience um, here. All right, Grant. Fun uh, talking about basketball. We're going to shift over to rapid fire, but congratulations, Grant. You are the first person on this podcast that is now officially sponsored by Whitley's Peanuts, Sons of Saturday Athlete Week. is proudly brought to you by Whitley's Peanuts. Whitley's is a family-owned business that has produced the finest gourmet peanuts for over 35 years and even better has been operated by three generations of Hokie grads. Use code SOS for 10% off and free shipping of your first order over at WhitleysPeanuts.com. I personally love them. They're available in Lane Stadium. You can go ahead and go get them over there. Perused over to their website, chocolate-covered peanut butter clusters from Whitley's, the official preferred peanut of Virginia Tech Athletics and this podcast. Again, that is WhitleysPeanut.com. So the first question is a timely question. I'm going to receive a lot of crap for this question. Um, Grandpa Silly, are you a Swifty? Do you listen to Taylor Swift? Uh, I'll, I'll dabble a little bit. Uh, oh, you dabble. Okay. So dabble. have you listened to the new Midnight's album that did come out on Friday? I have not. I've heard great, great reviews. I have not, okay. uh, not had a chance to listen to it yet, but, uh, I'll, I'm sure I'll get there eventually. Do you have a favorite Taylor Swift song? See, Ed, Ed, Ed was telling me that this was a dumb question. This is actually a great question. Do you have a favorite uh, Taylor Swift song? I don't, I, I don't know that I, I can say I have a favorite. Um, I'm, I'm, Trying to think of a classic, like we'll probably go blank space. I mean, that's just okay. that's an obvious. I mean, just I'm I'm not well well versed in Taylor Swift, but I'll I'll dabble. Okay, he dabbles. So, what would you say? Uh, what is your favorite type of music? Who is your favorite musical artist? I'm I'm all over the place. Um, I'll I'll listen to old, old rap, um, some some of the new hip hop rap. Um, I'll go. My favorite favorite artist is probably Fifty Cent. Um, just I think some of his his classic stuff, his, his older stuff, and. That's that's probably where I'd I'd land, Mister Throwback. So what? Here's a question for you: Dinner with four people, dead or alive. One, where are you going, and who are the four people you're inviting on dinner? Oh, four people. Where am I going? 
probably a steakhouse. Not sure which one. Um, probably probably have to be in a big city uh, somewhere. Not 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 at one in particular. Four people. I'll probably go Carmelo Anthony. Wow. Can I get a reason for each one? That I, Carmelo. Yeah, we'll go. Carm- Carmelo Anthony is my favorite player. Uh, okay. Of all time. Uh, just I love what he when he played for the Knicks. That was that was my squad. That was my player. Favorite um, player of all time. Wow, Mello. that's yeah. a, that's an interesting one, man. I yeah. like it. That's an interesting. Yeah, one. it is. It is a unique take. I've I've gotten some backlash in the recent years since he's been to the kind of the Thunder, the Rocket. Like they, there's been some. It's not been uh, smooth sailing for him, but it's all right. Um, we'll go Carmelo Anthony. Uh, we'll go mom and dad can come along. Um, who, and then who, we'll who, who, who do we want as the last one? Well, you get two more. You got two more. Two more. Mm-hmm. Four not in, four plus you, so it's reservations for five. Okay. Yeah, but he took his mom and dad. So yeah. Oh, I, I, thought, that one I, thought, I thought you said somebody named Mama Dad. I was like, I've never heard of that person. And then Ed <laughs> shook his head. I was like, oh, it must be a basketball player. Okay, so mom and dad. No. Okay. Uh, I think we need some. I don't know where I go with the last one. I think. I think we go an actor of some kind, but. I don't know, maybe maybe Kevin Hart for some uh, for some comedy there as well. Um, not not necessarily huge Kevin Hart. Uh, we'll go we'll go Ryan Reynolds. Re- really like what he does in uh, some some movies. We'll go there. Grant, it's a, it's very smart of you to work mom and dad in there. I love the mom and dad shout out, but we'll expand it. We'll give you two more spots. So we'll say mom and dad are already coming to dinner with the Carmelo Anthony and Ryan Reynolds uh, tab. I need to get two more out of you because I two have more. no idea where you're going to go. So give me give me two. Yeah, more. I'm all over the place here. Um, Another person, Another person. Uh, we probably go Randy Moss, favorite <laughs> football player of all time. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then last one, we'll uh, we'll go Fifty Cent. Wow. So yeah, Grant Pacilli, you have more wow. championships than your favorite football player and your favorite basketball player combined <laughs> at the professional level. At the professional level, so that's an interesting that's an interesting stat there. Um, Next one, who is a basketball player on this basketball team right now that no one is talking about that you think is going to break out this year? Um I think it, I think uh we we some of our bigs, um I think Melagel and Lynn um both both do some really nice things for us um inside. I think uh some of our freshmen, I think MJ Collins um has kind of been under the radar so far. Um, I think he'll he'll help us um with some of his his athleticism. Um, people don't realize how good of an athlete he is. I think. I think I'll go. I'll go. MJ Collins. Um, he's he's pretty under the radar, and I think uh, he'll he'll definitely help us. Um, and then John Camden too. Uh, the way he shoots the basketball, I think he'll be able to help us at that uh, three four position. I'll play a little bit of both, but I think those those are probably my two um, candidates. Love those answers. Those uh, those are two guys I'm really personally excited about as well. All right, this one's interesting, and it's caused some controversy, I think, among uh, Virginia Tech fans, and particularly me and Billy Ray. So, favorite dining hall, and I know you're a grad student, so this one, I'm guessing I'm going to get the same answer I've got out of everybody else, which is super unfortunate, but favorite dining hall. Yeah, so I'll be honest, I have not eaten in a single dining hall since (sighs) I've been here. That is now four basketball players that have not had a meal at a dining hall. That is remarkable. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we so we get we get the student athlete performance center uh, twice twice a day, five days a week. Um, so they they do a fantastic job over there. Uh, I, don't, I, I can't, think not I think we got 
I think yeah, we got to get you. We got to get you over to West End and get you. Yeah, yeah. We need to. We need to solve this because this is now much Couture, Camden, and Basili who have all not been to a single dining hall. Yes. Well, is there somewhere? Uh, let, let's 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 shift the question. Is there somewhere on campus or somewhere in Blacksburg that you've re- that stood out to you? Whether it's somewhere to go eat, somewhere to go hang out. What have you done since since getting into the Blacksburg community? Um, I'm, I enjoy lefties. Uh, so we're okay. me and uh, John Camden actually were. We're staying at a hotel for a few weeks. Um, we were waiting kind of our apartment to get get ready. Um, and Leftist was right over there. We we went over there, had dinner a couple times. Um, good good food over there. Okay, gotcha. And now here's here's how we'll close it out. I mean, Wisconsin. I, I've driven past it on the way to Colorado. I, I know nothing about Wisconsin. Um, first, can can you tell me about Pewaukee? What do you do for fun? What are they known for? Give me give me the rundown of Pewaukee. Uh, Pewaukee, um, we got a lot of lakes in Wisconsin. I think that's a big thing in the summertime. It does get nice there. I know it sounds like it's always cold and rainy and it is that a lot in the winter, but, uh, it does get nice. Uh, people are outside a lot. I'm not personally a hunter, but that's a big thing up in Wisconsin. Um, and then I think our Wisconsin's probably claim to fame is, uh, obviously dairy, but along with that is cheese curds. I'm not sure if you guys have had those, uh, from anywhere in the Midwest, but they're elite up there. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Everybody talks about hush puppies. I mean, cheese curds are a million times better than hush puppies. Hush yeah, puppies for sure. Fried bread. I mean, it's not really, I don't think it's that good, honestly. Make it some flack for that. So, another question, and, uh, you know, shout out to my guy, Pete Morris. Uh, he was the former SID for football. He is no longer. He works at, I believe, the University of Illinois or Iowa or somewhere, but he's from Wisconsin. So, I have to ask you, what cheese is best? What is your favorite cheese? Oh, favorite cheese? Well, it depends what you're what you're going for. Uh, right. I like some a good pepper jack on my sandwich. Okay. Um, but I'll, I, I'll also go mozzarella, uh, just an, an age old classic. Um, but overall, I'm probably taking provolone. Provolone. Uh, okay. Going provolone. I think it provides the most diversity. Uh, you can get do do whatever you want with provolone. So that's that's where I go. Are you, you asked um, the cheese question, and the, the Wisconsin boy sat right up in his chair. Oh, he was ready to roll. Are you thumbs up or thumbs down on blue cheese? I'm, I'm thumbs down. Big, thumbs big, down? Big, okay. big down on blue cheese. Double thumbs down. Um, so aside, this is a cheesy joke, but I'm going to say it anyway because I typed it. Aside from a mansion out in Wisconsin, what is your fa- what is like your dream vacation? What like If you could go anywhere in the world for a week, where would you like to go? I'm I'm a beach guy, um, so I'd, I'd go somewhere out in the Caribbean for sure. Uh, maybe maybe like a Fiji or something like that. I'm not sure if Fiji's in the Caribbean, but similar vibe. I don't think it is. <laughs> yeah, it's probably, probably not. But that, it's that 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 nice blue water, um, something like that. So can I? I have I actually have a bonus one. So I get in an argument with my Midwest friends. Midwest friends don't really argue; they kind of just disagree and shake their head and they're like, "Oh, well, you think differently because they're so nice." <laughs> um, but you said you're a beach guy, and I got to tell you, I hate it when people say I'm going to the beach, and you know damn well they're going to the lake, which just happens to have sand. So I need to hear it from you. Are there beaches on lakes? Because I am, I am so anti that. If if you just need sand to have a lake, I, I was playing on the beach in my backyard in my sandbox back when I was a kid. So I, I need to ask you: 
the definition of a beach. Were you ever saying I'm going to the beach in Wisconsin? What is your thought process there? So I think that's a loaded question because you can go, I'm going to the beach. Like you're going on vacation, you're going to the beach. Like you're going somewhere else. Like there's not, there's not like a vacation beach in Wisconsin, in my opinion. But like we have Pewaukee Beach. And just, I'm going to the beach right now. That's right right down the road. Um, there, there's a lot of sand, sand, sand around lakes in Wisconsin. That That's a thing. So mm-hmm. weekend, yeah, we're, we're going, we're going down to the lake. We're going to the beach. Like that, that's definitely a thing. Um, it's all about context though. I got you. Okay. All right. I'll let it slide. I'll let it slide. Uh, Grant, that's it. Uh, appreciate you joining us. This is your time now. This is Sharky shout out. So, uh, to take us out of the podcast, let people know where to follow you. Shout out whoever you'd like to shout out. And, uh, you're going to close us out on the podcast here. Yeah. Uh, just, just on, uh, Instagram, um, Grant Basile, um, and looking really, Really looking forward to playing in front of uh, the Castle fans. I'm excited for a good year for us. I think we have a chance to be pretty good. So thank you guys for having me. Uh, Appreciate it. Absolutely, Grant. Thank you so much for joining us, and good luck this season. Thank you. Thank you. To wander, tripping in the sand. We smoke out windows, drink till we can't stand. But I saw you dance like you want to in my head. And all that she said is, Oh, I know it's what you're thinking. Take your head, it's stuck.